thank you once again for joining me on this journey today. The last episode of the 820 podcast. 820, 500 seconds of resilience. Distilled from the book, Resilience, the Beauty of Presence. Should you need any more information, more detail on that, that reference, please go on to the website, 820podcast.com. You can get more information about the book, the author, the writer, the speaker you listened to today. And also, if, you need, if you'd like to have a more intimate, personal discussion with me, you can hop on my schedule, my calendar, and 30 minutes, 50 minutes, we can have a discussion. We just have a meet and greet, you know, verbally and voice to ear, ear to voice, and then move forward on our respective journeys and see if we can serve each other or align with what we understand as our purpose. Today's topic is profit, process, profess. So we'll start with this, the definition for profit. One of them that I found says, a prophet is a person who advocates or speaks in a visionary way, but a new belief, cause, or theory. Another example, or a commentary on that definition, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country. Also like, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country. And this is a further clarification on this. A pro- proverb um, distillation from the Bible, I think it was in Matthew 13, 57. It says, a person's gifts and talents are really appreciated by those close to them. Use that just as a, a bookmark or reference for this topic about profit, profess, profess, and process. So to me, a prophet is not unlike a leader, a messenger, a person of resilience and with the awareness of a purpose to share. So also for me, just like the term perfect that I've used in the book and in these podcasts, that term is like what so many of us tend to reject as impossible or unattainable or even actually right here and now in this moment. No way we can have perfect in this crazy ass world we live in with nuclear war and, and viruses and then politics and elections. No way we can have perfect, right? So by no means can I claim that distinction or title. None of us can do that. Unless we all come to understand our individual and collective talents to deliver on that power and force within us to ourselves and then to those that we don't even know. Maybe that we never even see. And maybe that we pass by briefly in this life. But we all have that inherent innate inspiration and that's how we got here and now we have that chance to communicate here and now how we can share that common continuing spark of life yes what i call 
that heartbeat. So yes, we can all lead and lead collaboratively. Yes, we also are all perfect, not flawless. And each of us is perfect, complete or in the process of completing our respective assignments in this physical world and from our spiritual essence. Once we become aware of that foundation, we can deliver that message, that purpose with courage more than through vanity, professing the convictions of our learned and survived lessons, not for applause or adulation, for the cause, the cause of rebellion to release our minds from the programming that we receive from our interest into this world. And yes, then, then we can tap into our limited profitness within our respective assigned charters or the message and the purpose that we come to understand individually and then share it collectively. To represent, to profess, to lead, to lay a prophetic-like message of your truth should not get related or relegated as mystical, mysterious, or impossible to state clearly and from your heart. Certainly, we can pretend to know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. Maybe even develop some wisdom in how we know and describe the synergy of vast realms of information. But not until we evolve further, until the understanding part in phase where we can debate and discuss that applied knowledge and balance wisdom without anxiety or anger. Perhaps we can begin to prioritize reason and with that fleeting quality of listening as our new foundation to stand on and to lean on. Let's face that fear. Let's stare down that ego. Raise our confidence and humility at the same time and before the winds of resistance pick up and before they howl. Even if that appears for you now, not as an analogy, now as a clear and present danger to you, your message, your family, your life, remember that other part of resilience that I mentioned before, memento mori. Not as a martyr or for the movies or for the comic books, for the intention of completing your message and purpose and the fate that we all have to accept, embrace, enjoy, and live each moment as if we have no more to experience. That is the end of this beginning. That is the beginning of this now. And then until the next now we can share, I will leave you with that. We have a message to present individually, uniquely. Mine different from yours, not any better than yours, not any worse than yours. But this is the end of the beginning until the next time we can share this. 
please take that as a signpost, a guidance, a guardrail, a reminder, a nudge into the safe lane. If you need more on this topic and or on resilience, please check out the820podcast.com, the website with more background information, more substance and context and content for you to peruse and ask questions of and perhaps to engage with me in a more direct manner. Until then, remember to stay present, to stay current. It's always a 20.